Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today <clears throat> we have episode 29 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I am joined, as always, by my co-host of the Box Office Beatdown Show from LC Screen Talk. Harry, how are you? I'm doing all right, if only my Broncos could get out of their own way, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, super, uh, no, I was going to say Super Bowl, but football Sunday, I'm watching the uh, Saints and the Seahawks now. Patriots uh. did well today, too. Um, all right, Larry, I have a confession. Uh-huh. I think this might be the last show that we do for this box office. <laughs> this might be, <laughs> this might have to be the last week, Larry, because I, Lord, <laughs> Lord. Retirement <laughs> might be in the future. Let me tell you something about Dow and Abby. Dow and Abby fixed our asses, huh? Uh, um, all right, let's, um, let's get into the box office, everyone. The reason why I said those things is because last week we predicted uh, a very low number for a movie that just shocked us all. But let's get right into it. We have the box office. For the weekend of September 20th. And we had the opening releases for Downton Abbey, Ad Astra, and Rambo, Last Blood. As well as the second weekend for Hustlers. And the third weekend for It Chapter 2. Um, Alright, <laughs> let's get right into it, Larry. What do we have for number one? I can't believe you're about to say this. Go ahead. So coming in at number one is Downton Abbey with a stellar... $31 million opening. That is worth a 10000 per theater average, and it gives Downton Abbey a worldwide total of $61.8 million after two weeks of international release. So, a $61.8 million worldwide total and a $31 million opening in the U.S., which is the largest opening for an STX film to date. It's their first opening over $30 million as well. Oh, man. What happened here, Larry? <laughs> Please, I, I don't... We, um, we saw... So you texted... Well, we um, texted each other over the weekend, and you first was like, Dwayne, like, we're about to look like buffoons. And I said... <laughs> And Tyler agreed with us, and then I saw the numbers, and I said, there is no way. There's absolutely no way Dow and Abby is making this much. Last week, you and I, we were like, <laughs> we were like best friends going after this movie and, and stuff and saying how low it was going to get. We said $3 million. Four. I think you, what did you say? I, you said four? Four, yeah. I, I know I said like something like three or two. And for this to beat out Hustlers in week two, It Chapter two in week three, for it to dethrone It Chapter two, and for it to be both Ad Astra and Rambo Last Blood, and it was in significantly more, I mean, less theaters than all of the top five. What is going on here? What but, happened? Yeah, <laughs> I, we just both underestimated the the Downton Abbey fandom, I guess. Um, again, I knew it was a popular show. I just, I don't know. I didn't imagine it was this popular show. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never watched it. Never seen an episode. That's partially the reason why I didn't want to do I didn't want to go see the movie. Because I feel like I didn't know how's it going to be. Is it going to... 
is it gonna like make sense to people who've never seen a thing about this show? Like, how how are we gonna do this? But um, people, this I don't even I don't ever remember this showing being as big as this. Definitely overseas, I remember it was really big. Uh, I but know not... it was pretty big here. Uh, it was definitely the yeah. awards, darling, and. People loved it. I don't know. I, I like I said, I was not anticipating this because films that have a built-in audience like that, but really can't stretch out beyond the built-in audience. I just I never would have guessed it was a thirty-one million dollar opening. You know, this was a four fans film. Yeah, like you said people like you, and and mostly people like me. Except I did go see the movie, even though I haven't mm-hmm. seen the show. Um, they're not going to go see this movie. They're not going to have an interest if they've never watched the show. But you know, apparently I, we were both wrong, and everybody went and watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, this is folk. This is Focus Features' biggest film. Focus, um, I said STX earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was um, this is their biggest film, and I'm not knocking on anyone. This is great for everyone involved. This is great for the crew, you know, especially from TV to movie. This this is great. Um, I don't I don't know if the movie was good or not. I didn't see it, but I mean, um, this this is all exciting and stuff. It does make me a little wa- a little bit worried now. Now I feel like we're gonna have a lot of TV popular uh, uh, TV shows get turned into film now. Um, I can already see this happening with like Game of Thrones or like Walking Dead will do something like this. Breaking Bad is kind of doing it, but it's gonna be on Netflix. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I well, oh man, Game of Thrones is probably kicking themselves because for years, uh, fans were like, "Do a Game of Thrones movie," mm-hmm. you know, even if you're gonna do like a a finale or something, make it like a long finale and show it on the big screen. We'll all go out and see it. We want to see, you know, Game of Thrones, which is a cinematic show, on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And they missed it. They missed their chance. And I. Uh, <laughs> child if they try it now <laughs> it's too late game of thrones you missed your mark uh don't it, nobody no, want right. to watch anything after what you presented in the finale uh, larry larry but, um <laughs> You know, they missed their chance because they could have had this kind of, you know, seeing a Downton Abbey opening like this, they could have had an opening just as big. So it's over for Game of Thrones. But I I agree with you. Now, what are we going to see? What's going to try to come out with a big uh, movie release like this? I don't know what this does show, though. Especially after Hustlers just last week, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have back-to-back female-heavy releases that opened way above expectation. Uh, this shows, as per usual, honestly, that the older audience, you know, they came out. This was uh, 60, over 60% over the age of 35 was the the shows for Downton Abbey. So older audiences, women, they came out, they supported the show. Fans of the show, I think, loved this film. It has a great Rotten Tomato score. It has a great uh, fan score. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I, I, it'll be interesting to me to see if this holds well. Because, again, it's a fan event. So, you know, did all the fans rush out to see it this weekend? Or are there plenty who still haven't seen it? Are they going to go back for repeat viewings? Who knows? Right. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> so I didn't know that. So it's, so it's a female-led kind of show for the most uh, part? Yeah, so the, the cast is heavily female, but the audience itself was... All the audience, well, okay. a large female audience. Women okay. basically boosted this number. 
Okay. Um, yeah, I just don't know. I um listen, I um our reputation is gonna be a little tarnished for a little bit, you know, <laughs> and stuff, but uh I just this movie wasn't even tracking this much. I don't know what happened. It just did it, you know, and that's great. I'm always really happy to see surprises and box office. I don't care what kind of movie it is. If it does amazing opening weekend, then I'm just going to celebrate because that means yeah. that means films are doing well and that means people are still going to the movie. And if you go down the top five, everything they is in double really digits. Well. Yeah, this yeah. is actually a really strong weekend. <laughs> yeah, this might be the strongest weekend that you, you know, that you and I have ever done because everything held really, really well. Everything's in double digits in the top top five and i and um yeah and, I'm, and that makes me really happy to see especially in the sun in a month of like the month of like september is usually this very dry kind of month but i mean who would have thought that we'd see all these numbers and this you know this is the kind of numbers that we were expecting to see in like the summertime you know what i mean but um this is great and i'm happy for the movie i'm happy that i was wrong for a change in this box office show because more you know far too too much you and i are like always right and stuff when we when we predict all these yeah. kind of movies and whatnot but you know good good on them good for the team good for everyone involved i'm definitely happy for everyone yeah. i'm just Me i'm too. just still i'm just shocked like what the hell ten thousand dollars average you know per theater average is just fantastic um i agree with you about the legs let's see how the legs do um i think it'll hold pretty well uh next week is not a big release but next week we have what abominable um and that's it for the most part yeah um so unless i mean and there's not really that it's not we'll see because the the, and the, the children not compete with this at all you know yeah. like it, it'll probably beat it at the box office but they're not you know like i said this is older women predominantly abominable is mm. not targeting that so agreed so um and and abominable you know it's an animated film and animated films have just not been doing mm. well throughout the years so i mean i don't see we'll see we'll, we'll we'll talk about it when we get into the predictions but um this is great for the movie we'll see how it does as far as legs i thought this number one number would at least would have been it or hustlers and none of those movies even came close so this is this is um a really big win for this Dow yeah. nabby show never seen an episode probably won't ever um but great for all <laughs> so <laughs> but great it doesn't intrigue you it's no, not, this doesn't no. like pique your interest. Oh, I don't got time for no day when Abby. How many seasons oh, is it? Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm not sure. I think like six. Seven. I'm also. Oh, all good. We're Gucci. Um, but great. Everyone involved, congratulations. I'm happy for you. Um, I'm I'm not throwing no type no types of shade. No matter what kind of film, if you're a number, if you're a four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and I completely despised it. If you make good money over the weekend, then I'm gonna celebrate you, and I'm gonna be happy Especially for you. Especially if it's a shock. If it's a nice surprise. That's, that's exactly, the kind of stuff yeah. I like to see uh, for the movie industry at large. Exactly. So, and and you know, and we talked about, and we, I mean, we, I remember a couple of weeks ago we did a we did a show, um, you know, pretty much talking about the summer slump. So, you know, this is all great for movies yeah, like this. Yeah, fall is so, starting strong with it, Hustlers, and now Downton Abbey. Right. Nothing but love. Nothing but love for Downton Abbey. But um, all right. What do we get for number two? So number two, Dwayne gets clowned again. Uh, no. <laughs> Coming in at number two is Ad Astra, delivering $19.2 million. Though once the actuals come in tomorrow, these number two and three spots may swap. We'll see. But as of right now, Ad Astra holds strong at number two. So $19.2 million here. Domestic and the Brad Pitt Space Epic opened up to $45.2 worldwide. So... 
a solid enough opening. As we mentioned, uh, as I mentioned, at least in my predictions last week, I wanted to know what First Man opened to, which was about 14. So this obviously opened bigger than First Man, obviously not on the levels of something like Gravity, but still a, a good enough opening, though the budget is quite large. Yeah, wasn't the budget like, what, like 90 million? But Anywhere between 80 to 100 were the okay. reports. Okay. So, a solid opening for the type of film it is. However, they still are going to need some big numbers to recoup that budget. And I don't know about the legs with this movie because um, I, if you, these kind of movies that kind of like, I, don't, I won't say they betrayed the audience, but the audience did not get what they wanted. Um, for the most part, you, the, beat, the cinema score is pretty good. For the most part, it's not as not as bad as we all thought it would be. But um, <laughs> like the witch, people might faith. go, yeah, people might go tell their friends, "Oh my God, this is a slow movie and it's so boring and stuff." Yeah. So um, I mean, good number for this movie because I said, I said, listen, this movie's not going to go over ten million last week. So I mean, good <laughs> number. Yeah, I just thought like with all with all the um, thing from Hustlers and the hype from that and how good oh. it was doing, I thought that would just hold on a lot more, a lot better. Um, and people were interested enough. To see Ad Astra, Brad Pitt still he's still a stronghold name. Uh, space is still interesting to audience for the most part. So yeah. good number, good number. Once again, yeah, I ain't hating. I, I I got nervous and downplayed my estimate. I was I was anywhere between fifteen to twenty. I kind of was like, okay, with how this summer's been going, I'll go around fifteen. So I'm happy it overperformed my estimate by a little, but I, it's right about in the range where I had anticipated. And um, I also kind of, I knew that this and Rambo were going to be in quite the battle <laughs> um, for, I thought, the top new release of the weekend. But turns yeah. out they're in the battle for the second big <laughs> spot for the weekend. Yeah. And they did. I mean, this is a really close race here. Really, really too. close. Really, really close. And it's um uh, good for, um well, we'll get into it. But yeah, I mean. Uh, I just thought it was gonna be a lower number. Once again, I'm not hating because this um, you know. Is, yeah, this is also a very adult skewing movie. So this was the the weekend for the older folks. Uh, seventy three percent of the audience was twenty five years or older. Makes sense. Uh, which is a yeah. huge uh, portion. It got a B minus cinema score, which we talked about. Which, in general terms, compared to the A for Downton Abbey, not great. But compared to a lot of these other divisive, art housey kind of films, it's actually a pretty solid score. And then this one actually was fueled more by men with a 54% male audience. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's interesting because I, um, I see this. I didn't realize it was going to be this much interest in the movie. So it's definitely nice to see that an, an original kind of art house kind of film is doing that did this well. Um, there's no like besides the name of Brad Pitt, there's no kind of like draw to the movie like you know like you know how but like if it's like jordan a jordan pill movie people know jordan pill now he's a household so they'll go see yeah. it you know it was nothing like that no disrespect but um it just you know it, all they had was brad pitt so i was like okay you know we'll see what it makes but it, it did really well and once again i'm not knocking anyone if you if you prove me wrong great like you I know think, what i mean i think they really went out for the marketing too um mm. i know the marketing was a little bit confusing maybe to folks or they weren't right. sure but the, i saw a lot for ad astra whether it be online or it was in the theater with trailers tv spots i, I saw ad astra quite a bit so i i was aware it was on its way it was a space brad pitt movie 
I think a lot of people knew it was on its way. So, you know, maybe that was just it. They saw Brad Pitt in space and they didn't need to know what the heck they were getting in for. They just went and watched it. <laughs> and it's a very, you know, it did. It had very, very smart marketing, too, because it wasn't like um, indie marketing where, you know, it's going to be a small like, you know, like a, a serious kind of film. Yeah. I saw a lot of commercials where it was kind of it was kind of targeting that see this action epic in space. You know what I mean? Sorry, yeah. Brad Pitt with the epic voice guy in the background and stuff like that. And you know, and um, you th- you know, it it it's smart because people came out and saw it. So I mean, great for the movie and stuff now like we'll that. Just, you know, like you said, see if that kills its legs or not. Exactly. Yeah, we'll see how it do- how it goes. But um, all right, number three spot. What do we got? It's coming in. Just behind Ad Astra at number three is Rambo Last Blood with 19.015 mil in its opening weekend. That now sees the Rambo film Last Blood only out that 19 million worldwide currently as it doesn't have the international numbers quite yet. But that is a larger opening than the last Rambo film that opened back in 2008. So at least it improved there um yeah so rambo last blood i thought i thought with the uh what was coming out this weekend and what's been already what's that what's already in theaters i didn't think it was gonna pull a huge number no. um but it did i think we both really, agreed right around 15 right too yeah it did hold really really well um going up against all the movies that was like in theater because it's not a it's not a slow period in the in the theaters right now oh. you know um so getting the number 3 spot um there's an, you know it, it 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 caters to all that all of the uh big action rated R bloody kind of movies that people like and people haven't seen in a while so um yeah you know and and it skews more to that audience more than say the angel has fa- has fallen kind of audience you know everyone yeah. just wants to see an old kind of grizzled you know veteran actor you know you know what i mean like kind of just throw hands and just go balls to the wall so um not too surprised with this number because there is a big audience for these kind of films but it did um we can't knock of how well it held amongst ad astra Downton abbey hustlers and stuff like that so you got to commend it you know yeah, and this one came out with a B cinema score, so just slightly better than Ad Astra, honestly. Uh, and it had a 66% male audience. So that's another thing I think that really worked for Downton Abbey, even though we had Hustlers still. The other two big new releases were heavily catered to the male audience. So having Downton Abbey there, you know, all the ladies just said, okay, you go see that, and I'm going to go with my friends, and we're going to go see Downton Abbey. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to see Rambo. I'm going to see this other one so yeah makes um, sense yeah so it's a it's a solid opening for sure as you said it's you know i like seeing sylvester stallone still kicking it um this will be interesting because it does have a b cinema score but i don't know that audiences are gonna love it that much we'll see Uh, (laughs) it has a horrible rotten tomato score obviously yeah it's not good uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it holds. It's it's always kind of fun to see these throwback movies find their own audience as well. Yeah, and it's um yeah, you're totally right and stuff. So I mean, 
Although the box office is really good this weekend, I'm really curious to see how the legs are for some of these movies, especially Ad Astra and Rambo, and a little bit of Downton Abbey, too. You're like, because you're right. Was the big hardcore Downton Abbey fans seeing it this weekend, you know, and that's what all this box office was? Or is there still more left who want to see it, maybe see it again next weekend or, you know, yeah. see it for the first time? What's fun, uh, one of our, our friends and a fellow movie reviewer on this small scheme, Rachel from Rachel's Reviews, she was posting up pictures, one of her friends, and there was a lot. There was like over 10 of them. Um, they, they had this thing where they did like a tea party and then all went and saw Downton Abbey. So there was like what? over 10 of these women. They were all in their like 20s glamour outfits, had their tea party, and then went out to the theater and watched Downton Abbey as a group. So, you know, maybe that was a common thing. Maybe just the people of the show made a day of it, made like an event of it. I don't know, but... <laughs> I I, I I mean I don't know, but I I guess not. I don't know no, what is but... I don't know what is going on. I'm so yeah. I'm so shocked still to the core. I probably will but... be for a long time. This is more shocking than Avengers Endgame's three hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully though, for Rambo, it it was only fifty million dollars to make, so it's almost yeah. halfway to the budget already. Even if it falls off, it'll probably get around its budget made back. Plus, we'll see what it does internationally. So, yeah, a solid opening there for Rambo. And, you know, a lot of times we see, or at least we have seen in the past several years, where they do these really, really uh, delayed sequels to movies. And a lot of them have bombed hard. Uh, mm. Oh, so it might be. It might be yeah. shade. <laughs> so it's. I mean, really. I mean, you look at that. The Dumb and Dumber sequel that had come mm. out. The um, what was it? Blue Steel. Oh my God, I'm blanking. Blue Steel. Uh, you know the the model, the model. Zoolander. Oh, Zoolander. Zoolander. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm blanking on the name. <laughs> that Zoolander sequel bombed. So a lot of these like really delayed. Bridget right. Jones' Dire Our Baby. That bombed. So a lot of these really delayed ones have haven't done so great. So you know, good on you, Shaft earlier this year. Um, so that's actually yeah. a great point. Yeah, that's actually a great point. You know, um, because you, people, a lot of studios stink. Oh my God, they haven't seen this movie in years, and they've been craving the sequel. And then and then like it comes out and it and it and it duds like it yeah. duds. So um, yeah, that's a, that's actually a good good point on that on that on that fact. And stuff like that. So, I mean, it'll be interesting. It'll definitely, we'll it'll definitely be interesting. It definitely opens the doors. It'll be interesting to see, you know, if Terminator also overperforms expectation or how that comes out next mm-hmm. earlier, later this year. That mm-hmm. one hasn't had the the time to build up though. Uh, we've gotten some very terrible Terminator sequels within the past ten years. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you're not lying. Um, all right, number four. What do we have? So coming in at another close race, and this is also what we we both got this one right, um, that It Chapter 2 and Hustlers were going to be duking it out really close, really tight, and they did turn out to be really close to each other, (laughs) with It Chapter 2 having the slight edge currently bringing in $17.24 million, which is a 56.5% drop in week number three. That brings the second It film up to $179.1 million here domestic and $358.86 million worldwide for Pennywise. Um, yeah, uh, Pennywise, 
I mean, hmm. Hit chapter two. This is still a good number, and it was going up. It had some. Uh, it had some stiff competition. We Stiffer all different than expected competition. Yeah, exactly. You know, we didn't expect this amount of competition for it. Um, you know, especially like leading up opening weekend did good, really good number, and then second weekend we saw it get hit a little bit by hustlers. Now this weekend it's gotten hit by Dowan Abbey, Ad Astra, and Rambo. So um, I, I I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers was not expecting this kind of competition because you know when they came out in 2017 like september was its month you know what i mean and it just now uh two years later uh we're seeing uh that it's it's been facing some stiff stiff competition so but still a good number it's still held okay 17 million it didn't do like a crazy big drop like most horrors do in its third weekend um 56 percent is not too bad for a third weekend for a horror um especially with with going up against all that it went up against i'm just so i'm just so happy with this box office this weekend it's just a good weekend for the box office you know it definitely did well it's obviously not going to be able to replicate its predecessor Mm -hmm. uh, which we kind of figured right off the bat from that opening weekend it wasn't going to be able to do it but it's already the third highest r-rated horror of all time domestic and it's gonna become the only the third ever r-rated horror to cross 200 million so you know it's it's killing it in in a subgenre that that doesn't see these type of numbers exactly so i mean something really nothing really to hang your head on when it comes to it chapter two um all right last lastly what do we got for number five so coming in at number five is Hustlers, just barely squeaking behind It Chapter 2 with 17 million, which is actually a really strong 48% drop in week number two. That brings the Jennifer Lopez-led film up to 62.5 mil after two weeks of release and 72.39 million worldwide. Um, yeah, good. I'm... I wanted this movie to be number one this weekend, I so I, I mean, although I'm happy for all the films that did really well, I'm just so bummed about my Hustlers. I wanted Hustlers, Hustlers went from two to five. That's no bueno in my book. I mean, it didn't drop too bad. The audience no, is still there. It actually, yeah. they actually add a lot of a lot of theaters too, um, to its theater count. So. I don't know. I want to be happy that it's still doing well, but I, 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 I wanted it to be number one or not at least number two again. So bad, but um, it's not. It's number five. Uh, they just came in and steamrolled. They came in and they just tore house. And um, sad for hustlers, but I mean, it's it's not too bad of a drop. And but I just wanted to see it. I wanted it to see it do better this weekend, especially with that word of mouth was so strong. You know. So yeah, yeah. So, little bumper. Yeah. It's already up to number four for STX of all time after only two weeks. Um, Soon it'll get right on past the Bad Moms Christmas. Um, And then, who knows, hopefully it's able to top Bad Moms to become the studio's biggest release of all time. We'll see. Bad Moms? Really? Bad Moms (laughs) is the biggest STX film ever. Ever it better so, pass Bad Mom's Christmas. That that was horrible. Well, like uh, yeah. So <laughs> and so just I guess as a barometer for all y'all listening, Bad Mom's only well not only it only had a twenty million dollar budget. It came in at one hundred and thirteen million at the end of its run. So that's what Hustlers has to beat to be STX's biggest film. I will say. I, okay, so here's what's interesting about next. Now I'm interested about next week's number. I will say I think Hustlers has better legs than a lot of the films that opened up before it. You know, 
in come in the next come, think, coming of yeah, weeks. Yeah, there's a very good chance I think Hustlers next week. I do think Hustlers will pass it. Um, it yeah, almost did it right. this week, but I do think it will do it next week. And there's a very good chance, especially with how close they were, it could pass right. up Rambo and Ad Astra. Right. Right. So Dancing, um, I think is it's too far ahead. So I don't think it'll quite fall that hard. Maybe we'll see. But you maybe know. yeah. I mean, we've been wrong before, hence this weekend. So, um, yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I just want to see Hustles do well because I've just enjoyed it so much. Um, it made my top 10 after some deliberation and stuff. So, you know, yeah, it did. And it was like, I think it's like number eight right now. Um, okay. Listen, like, I mean, you know me, you know me in this year. I don't, I don't have a lot in my top 10 that's like, you know, hold worthy that just can you know has to be there you know what i mean i think i had to get rid of five feet apart i think it's a mess um but um all right oh my god i'm so glad i didn't have to, i didn't have to say lion king this even week. though it did have the smallest <laughs> drop in the whole top 10 yet Mary, again <laughs> don't kill don't kill my buzz i'm no, so happy said. I'm so happy that Downton Abbey has pushed, <laughs> pushed the Lion King out. Out, no, out of the top that's five. That's a good thing. Downton Abbey overperforming is what pushed Lion King out because it did. It leapfrogged over Angel Has Fallen and Good Boys. So it was <laughs> it, it tried, but after 10 weeks, it has finally been booted. <laughs> And then looking um, at some of these other numbers, uh, Overcomer has passed 30 million. Uh, yes, Hobbs and Shaw is over 170 million. So some good Ooh. numbers there. Larry, you're Rus- missing. You're missing Uh-oh. a big one. Larry, number 15 spot. Go ahead, say the name. Oh, say the name. Oh my lord. Yeah. So jumping lord. out of the top ten now, the Goldfinch plummeted seventy-one percent for a three hundred dollar per theater average in just its second week oh of release. Um, we've all seen the stories. Ansel Elgort out there talking about his how his mama liked the movie. Uh, on his Instagram story. <laughs> I felt bad, but I'm like, dude. I, I mean. Sorry, Ansel, but this is not it. This homie. ain't the one. This ain't this I'm ain't a baby driver. Your mama liked it. At right. least somebody did. <laughs> this ain't this ain't a baby driver, Ansel. I mean, this is ain't this ain't the one. Number fifty. Uh, so, what happened here? So like seventy-one percent. Domestic is at four point five million. Worldwide, five point five million. On a forty-five million dollar budget. What this is? Oh, this is Warner Brothers. God damn. Like um, seventy-one percent this weekend. Uh, by far the worst drop. Ready or not was up there too with a seventy-six percent drop this weekend. But at least that's in week number five, not week two. Yeah. Um, you know, awful. it's just a terrible. It just really is a horrible drop. This um, is this is this is all. It's awful, and it's just the fact that um. I'm looking at what's in front of it, and like scary stories to tell in the dark made more, made two hundred thousand dollars more than the Goldfinch, the Peanut that's Butter Falcon. That's the kicker there. Seventh week. Yeah, scary the Peanut story. Butter Falcon, Brittany yeah. Runs a Marathon, Dora, Fast and Hobbs and Sh- oh, Goldfinch is just bombing, and, and it's and it and it's tough. This is like kind of hard to watch. You know, it's just one of those things where like um, I didn't see it yet. I'm not gonna. And I I didn't see it yet, so I can't say if it's bad or not. Um, but the but the feeling I'm getting that it's it's atrocious it's and terrible. it's a hot mess. And I but to, it's like I'm watching like a, it's like I'm watching a fish like 
lose life on the floor or something like that. I don't know. It's just I feel so bad, kind of, because I'm just like, this is not, this ain't the one. Because I know. Just... Then you have Ansel on his dang stories up there talking crazy, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, bro. He's a um. I I will give it to him. He's a class act because he wasn't. He could have been like Tyrese. No, you know he what I mean. Said that the reviews were well written. You know, they just he he worded it very nicely about those negative reviews, how good and well done they were. He just wished they focused a little bit more on the positives that were there. <laughs> yeah, but then people. But then when I was watching that video, I'm like, and so what positives? I mean, maybe people just. Maybe, well, well, I mean, the people did say. Can- He's the good boss. <laughs> yeah, people did say it looked nice, I guess. You yeah, know what but I mean? but... he came and did his work and left. <laughs> he put right. it in and did what he does. Right, and I did say that it's the best. I mean, I mean, watching the trailers, that's the best looking explosion I've ever seen in my life. And stuff like that, you know, with that museum, whatever. Um, but this, point, this if is... you're going to see a pretty movie, you're going to see Ad Astra. Exactly. You know, so, if you want to yeah. see something that looks good, you're, that's what you're gonna pick now. So yeah, Woo! I saw this. I saw this number for Goldfinch this weekend, and it was it was still in 2,500 theaters, and no one cared. It was it was stuffed in the back of the theaters. Yeah, it didn't lose know. any theaters <laughs> this weekend to drop. Yeah. Like um, but theaters definitely stuffed it in the back of the theaters. You know, <laughs> where, where there's like three, was like two rows of seats and stuff because no one went to go see this movie, and I. I, I, I genuinely kind of feel bad, but um yeah it sucks. Yeah. But the marathon added 276 theaters this weekend and yeah, made a little over a million. Um, Peanut Butter Falcon holding on, trying to trying to stay in there. Um, Official Secrets. I finally saw that this weekend. It expanded. Oh, how was it? 151 theaters. I liked it. I thought it was actually good. Yeah, um, that's still. So that one's trucking along down there in the indie sphere. Not probably not going to get much wider of a release. I can't imagine. Yeah, and I know. Um, Lulu Wang is still pushing for the farewell to get some love, but it's oh. almost, it's about done now for the farewell. Yeah, that one's just dropping theaters off. Uh, I wish it could have made it to 20 million, but 17 million is still a solid number for a film of that size. Yeah. And then my poor Luce, he's trying. If it can it's... get to just two million, come on, yeah. y'all, get loose to two million. I know. <laughs> Only in sixty theaters now. Oh, that's. I mean, that's a shame. I don't real. see uh three from hell here. Which, I'm not uh, sure how big that. Um, maybe. Oh, because it only. I I guess where would we even find those numbers? Because it was a Fathom event. It only released Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, so it wouldn't have weekend numbers. But I don't oh, that's know. true. Oh, that's a good point. The, the numbers are for that in general. I heard uh, you know people looking at the theater count. Rob Zombie, I don't like his films. I'm just gonna say that. Absolutely right. not. I absolutely. Um, but not. he has crazy fans. That's the thing. So I was I was hearing and even looking on my little app, it was sold out or dang near sold out for its showing. So you know, many. Especially like that kind of that franchise, the one with about yeah. the clown and like his wife and the. Uh, Oh my God! Like he, man, I I don't know how he has this cult following, but his movies are just so <laughs> bad. Like they're just so bad. I I remember last Halloween I tried to support all types of horror movies, and I'm watching like I remember that movie, um, House of a Thousand Corpses, and this it's horrible. And the only movie with him that I accept, the only movie with him that I accept 
is um is Halloween, the first one. Now I'll tell you why, because it's not a great movie, but I do appreciate some stuff about 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 that movie and stuff like that. Halloween two, I mean everyone knows how I feel about his Halloween two. I think that is one of the worst movies of all time. One of the worst movies of all time. Why is my why is my Michael Myers why is my Michael Myers in a hoodie and why is he speaking? I don't like this. I don't like his movies. He, I wish he'd stop, but I'm glad. I'm glad the movie didn't have a yeah, big release. I know. So Ty, Tyler show was making a point about it because he went and saw it. Tyler yeah, who's on great, part great. of Cinemania with us. Yeah. Um, and he showed me the ending to uh, The Devil's Rejects again to kind of give me a refresher over a thing, and I, I and I generally didn't hate. The Devil's Rejects. So, like, I'm the opposite. I prefer his non, like, the House of a Thousand Corpses and oh. Devil's Rejects. I'll take over either of those Halloween movies any day. Um, but, whoo, I saw that ending. I was like, oh my gosh, this direction. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my. I, I It's been a while since I've watched Devil's Rejects and Child. <laughs> I, I think I but watched I know it. y'all love him. I know so many people just love Rob Zombie, and they will die on that hill. But it would, and I don't get it. I just, I don't get it. I, I don't know. I don't get the hype. Never did. If you, if you uh, been top three from hell, I hope you liked it. I hope it's your thing. Um, for everybody else, it's gonna be out on like digital and such next month. Good, 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 good. Or the last no, thing November. I need is more. It's not until November, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, because the last thing I need, uh, the last thing I need is more Rob Zombie, like, I don't know, box office film. So, great. <laughs> I, listen, I, oh, Larry, you don't get it. I, I cannot stand his movies. I can't stand them. I don't get it. I really don't. Um, And his movies don't do well box office-wise anyway, so... I mean, oh, here it is. Three from Hell. One million dollars. What? Are you kidding me? Four days? Yeah, one million dollars Um, so far. Bad, it wasn't too much because Fathom events, you know, usually they're smaller kind of openings anyway. All right. So I have the numbers for uh, the week. On uh, Monday, the movie did $808,000. <sighs> Tuesday, it did 520000 and then Wednesday, it did four hundred eighty thousand. Those are not bad numbers. This is no, not a bad not for three bad. days. For Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You wow. know that's that's pretty that's pretty good. Man, and I literally I literally said early in the show, no matter how I feel about <laughs> the film, I I I, I I'm going to be pulling. <laughs> no, I I can't. I have to stay by my word. <laughs> I have to stay by my word now. Great for Rom Zombie. Fuck. Fuck. Great for Rob Zombie, I guess. God damn it. Yeah, it's <laughs> though. Top five all coming in double digits. It falls off from there, but I mean, after that, those movies have been in theaters for a long time. So what can exactly. you expect? Um, exactly. So yeah, really strong top five. Nice to have good stories across the entire top five for once at the box office. So here we are. Yeah, once again, um, to, to round up the uh, top five for this week's episode, this is great. It's like one of the best top fives of the year. Um, no, it's not no big crazy numbers like a a, a, a one. Yeah, like a one hundred million dollar. Because even those those numbers are great. We would see the like a hundred million dollar, one hundred fifty, and then we'll see a bunch of like fives and twos and whatnot. So this is great to have consistent like good numbers for five films. And um, I can't really complain, you know. So, yeah. all right, what do we got for next week? Next week we have Abominable. That's it. 
for uh, and then a limited release of Judy, I think. Yeah, yeah, limited small release for Judy, and then the death of Dick Long. What the hell? Anyway, um, yeah, a star. What is that? I have no clue. I don't want to know. Um, ah! abominable. <laughs> uh, abominable. What do you think for the number? I don't know. I'm scared. I'm sorry, Jaden. Scared. I know. Sorry, I'm scared Jayden. too. I'm actually really excited to see the movie. Personally. So am I. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I was a little bit nervous after like the first trailer or so, but since then, I thought the trailers actually have been quite endearing. It's gotten really positive buzz, so I hope it's good. Oh, gosh, the animation this year. Um, one of the reasons why I really want to see it is because it, it just reminds me uh, so m- when I see the trailers, it reminds me so much of Bumblebee. Um, just because like you have, I can tell it's like yeah. a girl who's kind of shunned by society who finds a friend in this big creature and stuff like that. And then she oh. wants to protect him and he wants to protect her. And I'm all for those kind of like stories, sort of you know, magical violin. I don't know. <laughs> fun. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I'll go. I'm gonna. Okay, I'll go a little bit optimistic-ish. I don't know actually if this is optimistic. I don't know what the projections are. Um, big number. Jaden's gonna come for that head. You better. Uh, take... <laughs> I'm, I'm going twenty-two. Two? Oh wow, that's bold. I. Uh... Larry, Larry, animations have been doing horrible this year. No, that's why I'm scared. But it's been it's been a while. We haven't had a straight up animated film in you know some time. What was the last animated film? Uh, Angry Birds two. Yeah, people didn't really go see, and that's six weeks. That was six weeks ago. Um, True. So I don't know. Maybe I'm hoping. Families have been are like ready to go back to the movies. They've seen Lion King enough already. They've seen it too many damn times, so they're gonna go watch a new one. So I'll say twenty-two. All right. Uh. Okay. So I, uh, uh I wanted to, I wanted to do well because I'm actually really looking forward to it. Um. But I'll say, I'll say sixteen. Okay, that, that's fair. I think yeah, that's fair. I'll say sixteen. I'm um, glad you didn't go under ten again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> I've, I've learned my lesson. We'll see what our numbers are like next week, as far yeah. as this. But I, I don't know. It has some stiff competition to go up against. Is so opening near you or what? Yeah. Um. Well, the only thing um about Abominable too, real quick, is that um is that it's the only kind of movie skewing to kids right now. Yeah. You know, besides the Lion King, but that's still week 10. God. Uh, but it's like, you know, Abominable can kind of skew that younger audience. Right. You can't take your kids to any of these new releases. <laughs> you really don't, can't. Don't be taking your kids into Hustlers. Yeah, don't take don't, your kids to Ad Astra because they're just going to die. <laughs> don't take them to Downton Abbey. They don't want to see that. Don't take yeah. them to Ambo. They don't care about geriatric war hero. And don't take them to It, Chapter 2. So what are you going to, you know, uh, the kids, they want to see movies too. Give them a break from the schoolwork. Go to the <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm interested to see how good that does. Because yeah. I actually really do want to see it and stuff. Because, um, yeah, it looks interesting enough to me and stuff like that. But, um, all right. So. So I guess that's it, everyone, for this week's box office show. Um, thank, you, thank you guys for joining us once again. Larry, thank you once again. Next week is episode 30. Can you yeah, believe it? Yeah, 30. <laughs> episode 30 next week. And, um, yeah, so, Larry, let everyone know where they can find you and what's coming up on your channel this week. Yeah, so you can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. 
as for this week, it should be an interesting-ish uh, Blu-ray hunt because if you don't know, Target has buy two, get one free movies this week. So I'm definitely going to have to stop in and see what's going on. As well Sorry. as some new Steelbook releases that I am interested in. Disney just, they don't stop. Disney. What um What's coming out? Steelbook. Uh, 101 Dalmatians and Sleeping Beauty. Okay, okay. And that Sleeping Beauty steelbook cover is beautiful. So I'm already like, oh, shoot. Uh, so <laughs> we got those. I know Shaft is coming out this week, I think. Oof, as as yesterday. Um, so I'm not really too interested in any actual new release movies. Uh, I'm, I'm more into the retro. I'm like, okay, Disney, give me the movie from 50-some years ago, 60 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm uh, saying, I'm... I'm still holding out for um for Black Friday, so yeah. I mean I might go check out Target this week because that deal is like really good, really really good. Yeah. But we'll see. And then I'll also have reviews up for Abominable on Tuesday, and then Judy on Thursday. Alrighty, um, alright, so good stuff. As far as for us, everyone, uh, this week is our regular schedule because I am not on vacation anymore. So tomorrow, Hannah and I are going to be trying a new live show where we can actually take some phone calls from you guys. So make sure to tune in on what time that'll be starting. And then either Tuesday or Wednesday will be the world show. We'll see who who's who's able to come on and stuff like that. I'll try to get at least four of us to at least three to four to us, four of us to do that show. And then our review for Abominable because I'm definitely gonna be seeing that movie so um that is it everyone thank you guys for joining us uh my name is Dwayne. that is larry we'll talk to you guys soon bye bye